Hello? Is this working? I'm not sure, but I'll just start anyways. Okay. Hi, my name is Daniel. Uh, I'm a Korean-American. Uh, I graduated UC, uh, from UC Berkeley just a couple of days ago. I studied in applied math and data science. I'm 24. I wanted to start this podcast a while ago, actually. I was thinking about doing a podcast since my brother has been doing podcasts for two years. <clears throat> and since I'm a guy who loves to talk, uh, loves to share his ideas, um, philosophical thoughts, and advice to people. A lot of my friends call me like their therapist. I don't know if that's a good thing, but I guess I'm a good listener and a person who has good um, input, who can give good input. So I just wanted to start a podcast to share my thoughts in certain areas, such as like uh, what I think about Korean culture, um, since it's a huge thing right now and about relationships because i'm a very passionate guy when it comes down to relationships and i wanted to share with you possibly a a larger audience in the future but since this is my first episode and i'm just giving it a try to see how it works let's see how where it takes me us i would say yeah so i'm uh i was born in the states actually Uh, born in minnesota st paul minneapolis in 1997 right dad was pursuing a degree a phd degree in psychology at university of minnesota twin cities so i was born there and raised there until the age of eight and a half and i moved to korea in 2005 during my second semester i think in second grade um it was definitely different because now i'm surrounded by all these koreans you know my grandparents my my uh relatives compared to what I was exposed and surrounded by when I, uh, when I lived in Minnesota. Because most of the people that I was surrounded by were white people. Um, I, I even remember my two best friends, Connor and Nicholas, and Connor giving me one of like his bracelets. I think he made one for me, and I still have that in Korea. But unfortunately, I don't have it right now. But anyways, um, I lived in the city called Gwangnam. And Gwangnam City is like it's like a small city. It's it's a lot it's a lot bigger actually. Like the last time I visited 2018 December in December, there were like so many buildings, so many restaurants, like remodeled buildings, apartments. Um crazy. Like it's crazy how different Korea is right um right now compared to uh back then in 2014. I was raised in Gwangnam um city uh until my elementary school years so the difference between korean schools and american schools is that korean schools have six years in elementary and three years in middle middle school and three years in high school Uh, so i after i graduated elementary school in changnam uh elementary school i moved to kangnam you know the song kangnam style you know like oh yeah that yeah that song that annoying song that I don't even know why blew up in America. Like, y'all Americans are weird. Honestly, like, I knew it was big in Korea, but, like, I didn't know it was going to get that big over here. You don't even know what oppa means, you know? Like, most white people don't even know what oppa means to be honest. They're oppa, come, you know? But anyways, I'm not trying to sing on my podcast. Um, yeah, so I lived in Gangnam, Apgujong. So Apgujong is, like, a city in Gangnam. Apgujong is, like, the center of, like, education. Um, there's a lot of 
music companies like SM, YG, uh, JYP, etc. Uh, I don't know if big hit is there, but Akujan is definitely like a center of like beauty products, uh, entertainment, and like just like just a fun place to hang out. It's like everything in one. You know, you can walk around to anywhere. If you want to go to the karaoke bar or a karaoke uh, a restaurant or movie uh, movie theater, you can just walk because uh, everything is just all in one place. But yeah, I, I went to Apujong Middle School, Apujong uh, High School. I actually went to Apujong High School for one year and I moved to the States in 2014, January 1st. Uh, one, is, one thing interesting about me is that I spent both New Year's in America and Korea. So I spent two New Year's because I left Korea in, on January 1st when, when I arrived to America, which takes around like 10 hours. It was still New Year's. So like, it's kind of interesting I, how I was able to spend two New Year's uh, for, at, at two different places. But yeah, I actually moved to the States because I didn't really like the education system in Korea. I thought um, America would offer me a lot more opportunities that Korea wasn't able to because Korea is all about um, education. It's either you're good at studying or you're not. And it's tough to find a career path if you're not good at studying. But only the top, you know, 5%, 1% get into good colleges. Let's say, okay, so the difference between Korean edu- uh, education system and American education system is that in America, you can choose what subjects you want to learn. In Korea, you don't have that choice. You were forced, you are forced to learn 8 to 10 possibly 12 subjects a year and you are competing against each other and you're ranked depending on your performance and it's not like oh yeah i'm, I'm, a, I'm a math guy but i'm not a i'm not really a literature guy I, I i think i'm just gonna focus on doing math no you can't do that you have to be good at everything like one of the five no the five main subjects in korea are math science history korean and english so, oh, Daniel, if you're just good at those five, like those are the main subjects, aren't you set? No, not really, because you have the other five, three to five subjects. For example, like music, um, art, uh, what do you call it? Like, I, I don't even know, like behave, behave, behavioral studies, whatever, like that. Moral studies, yeah, I guess, I think it's called moral studies. The moral studies, like stuff like that, like, you know, you, you're forced to learn these subjects like what if you're not a musical guy and you know, what if you're not a artistic guy like how are you going to perform well on those um, subjects you know but you're forced to um learn these subjects you know and competing against each other like competition starts all the way from kindergarten you know moms are crazy in Gangnam, Apujang, where i live to send their kids um to private kindergarten schools like my mom used to work as she was a, a vice president at um, one of this one of these uh famous pre- uh, kindergarten preschools in Gangnam like centered in Apujang and they would be so competitive to send their kids to these certain kindergartens send them to like this these academies like one of the one of the famous like academy schools that called Einstein or whatever and kids would go there to learn math and science 
at such a young age, starting from a young age. And, you know, you go, then you go to uh, elementary school, and then you want to, then you compete to go to a private middle school, then you compete to, to go to a, a high school, uh, private high schools, specialized high schools, for example, like, you know, language schools or science schools, where you have a better chance of getting into a better college. And the reason why we do all this, like all these parents doing all, uh, do all this, why they do this is because for one reason only, it's because to send their kids to the top three schools and we call that Sky. I don't know if you've ever watched the, um, the drama called Sky Castle, but it definitely resembles like how Korean education could be like. You know, even the richest of the rich, the story plot is where these rich people, one of the richest people in Korea, are trying to send their kids to one of these, one of the three, you know, main schools, top schools, Sky. So Seoul University is stands for this. Korean University is for the K. Y is Yonsei University. And that's where my dad works, actually. He, not to brag or whatever, but he is a psychology professor in Yonsei University. He's actually been on, uh, on the newspaper for his work to be ranked one. Um, and he's one of the few representatives to represent the, the psychology department of Korea at the uh, psychology, uh, American Psychology Association, so APA for short. Uh, you would go to like you know, conferences in you know, Denver, uh, DC, uh, California, like I said, that's when he visits us. But anyways, um, so to get into one of the top three schools, Sky, to get into Sky, you have to be top 4%. So we have these rank systems from rank one to rank nine. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but because in Korea, the only ranks that matter is up to, from one to three. So rank one is like top 1% to 4%. So top one to 4%. Rank two is four to 11. And I think rank three is 11 to 23. But if you are rank three, and this rank is like your old, there's like your overall rank and there's like specific ranks. So for example, let's say I got a 90% in math. Oh wow, like in America, you'd be like, oh wow, I got an A. No, like in Korea, if you get a 90, you're not set. You might be ranked the same as others. Like uh, there's gonna, there might be like 10, 20 other people that also got a 90. So that puts you in a spot where you're not really special compared to other people. Doesn't matter. Well, give me one second. Ah, uh, okay, sorry, I had to uh, get my, um, my fruits, because I was actually eating earlier, but anyway, sorry, um, where was I, uh, where was I at? Oh yeah, um, let's say you got 90%. In America, on your transcript, you got an A. That's all colleges care about. Oh wow, this guy's really smart, what's up? But in Korea, no. Like, your rank will be written right next to your number. For example, let's say like that, um, there's a, approximately around um, 200 people in your grade. So like, for example, if I'm in 10th grade, a sophomore, I have 200 fellows uh, in my grade. And, you know, 11th grade, 12th grade, you know, 
so on and so forth. Out of the 200 people, what is 20%? Just do the math. I don't, I mean, it's 40, you know. Two, uh, two, out of 200 people, 20% is 40 people. And I, like I said earlier, rank three is up to 23%, so approximately around 20%. So you have to be top 20. But in Korea, it's a little different from America. You stick with the same people all year round. Like, you know, in, in America, you go around, you switch classes, you meet up with new uh, people for a different course, for every course. Um, but in Korea, you stick with the same 30 to 40 people for a whole year. And there's approximately around like six to eight classes per grade, you know? And another interesting thing about Korean schools, um, once you get into high school, girls and guys are split up. Girls and guys cannot be in the same class. So for a year, they won't be able to see each other or talk to each other unless you voluntarily, you know, go up to them. And for me, like, I personally was a shy guy, you know? And girls, the girls were, um, they studied on the first floor and I would be on the second floor. But I wasn't like, you know, confident of a, of a guy to go downstairs to talk to them. You know, so I would just hang out with the boys, you know, and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. But anyways, um, to be top 20, there's eight classes, right? There's eight classes, 200 people. Each of them have around, you know, 30 people, I would say, right? So 30 people. Out of those 30 people, how, what what does it take for you to be top 20% out of the entire grade, like of, of your entire grade? So, 200, so you have to be top 40, but there's only eight classes. So you have to be top five among your class, like uh, in your class. Top five is not like not easy because there's going to be people that are tryhards, you know, try their best to get the highest grade possible because one point means everything. If you're not in the top five in your class, there's no guarantee for you to get into a school, a college within this, uh, within the capital city, Seoul. And if you don't get a school, if you don't go to a school in Seoul, you're pretty much screwed. Unless you're outstandingly special and have a strong passion in something that you can build off from, you know? So mostly people rely on studying well, getting good grades in Korea. But to get into Sky, you have to be rank one, which is top 4%. So imagine that 4% of 200 is eight, top eight. There's only eight classes. You have to be the top guy or woman to be, to even have a chance to compete against the other contestants. Because in America, if you want to apply, you can apply. But in Korea, you can't. You can't apply like that. You can't just apply if you want to just by paying money. Like your, your teachers will stop you. Well, they, they will say like, you're not going to get in. You know, you, you can't, you know, apply because you don't even um, meet the minimum requirements, which is rank one or two. And yeah, this is very stressful, you know, like not having the flexibility of wanting, uh, choosing the courses that you want to take for your career, you know. Uh, there's not a lot of clubs that you can join in Korea besides like clubs that involve volunteering or like charity work whatsoever so that just so you can put that on your resume there's nothing really much you can do to enjoy high school life and we don't even have prom they don't even have prom um i'm glad i went to prom with some of my friends 
um, in high school. But if I would have been in Korea, I wouldn't have been able to experience what it's like to do that. You know, um, you didn't have a choir in high school, at least for my school, Apujang High School. Um, they had a dance team, but dance teams were for nalaris. Where nalaris are, you know, people that are like not necessarily bullies, but people that are like you know that don't like to study. That that think they're the shit, you know. They're like they're like the the cool people, you know. What I'm saying like I wasn't the cool guy. I was just like a guy that a lot of people knew, but I wasn't like like that. I wasn't like a badass, whatever, you know. So just looking into all these factors, I have a, a history of going to these boot boot camps because my mom has a friend in California. She owns like some schools, and they did a program where. Um, they bring a bunch of Korean students from Korea to California to do a boot camp to study uh, English, to be exposed to American culture for like a month or two during the summer, and I think during fifth grade that's when I went to America, like to California. So I was, you already used, to, I was already used to um, the people there. Uh, when I moved to the states, I stayed with my legal guardian. Her name is Elizabeth. Um, she was seventy at the time. And I stayed with her by myself, but it was tough. Like you know, a different household, different environment. And she was she was a white lady. Her rules were different from my mother's, and the food was different. The culture was different. The way her philosophy was different from mine. And after five six months, that's when my mother came. You know, during uh, in, in May June, um, she came over with my brother because my brother was also thinking of coming. Because he didn't like the Korean system as all, uh, as well, and yeah, then me and my brother and my mom uh, started living together, and here we are. I still live with my mother uh, happily, you know. But anyways, I personally um, don't really like the Korean culture in general. Um, Korean culture is such like a huge thing now, you know. Everyone loves K-pop. Not everyone, but a lot of people. If I were, I, I like to make TikToks, and most of my fans are Korea boos. I would say they're like obsessed with Koreans. They love K-pop. They like BTS. Uh, they like K-dramas. They like uh, Korean movies, actors. They think you know Asians are the shit. The Koreans are the shit. Like so many people like me because just because I'm Korean, you know. And it's kind of weird growing up. Uh, in the states, as a kid in Minnesota, I never got that because I th- I felt like the outsider, you know. I was like one of the only Asian people living in Korea. I was just one of the many Koreans, and now and and until now, I didn't really know how to process like what it's like to have a group of people to like me or find me attractive just because of my race or the way I look or the things I just enjoyed growing up with, without having to think about think. Too much of it, you know. Um, but yeah, like one thing that people don't know though is Korean culture can be really toxic. Um, Koreans are very clicky. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of like, oh my god, like these group of Koreans are like they're so clicky. Like they only like to hang out with each other. Oh, like I heard Koreans are shady. I heard Koreans are crazy or whatever. Um, but It's partly true. I would say half true, because Koreans in Korea are definitely clicky. Like it's such a small country, 
there's 50 million around like going up to 60 million um, people in, in a country that's only half the size of California and one-fifth 20% of it of that population lives in Seoul and Seoul is a small city this is very compact and since the population is so high, density is so high, um, words can spread out really fast. You know, everyone knows each other's business. Um, one of the reasons why um, Koreans can be considered so clicky is because of maybe because of uh, Korean churches. I, I don't know if you ever heard of that. Korean churches, um, they're very gossipy. They always like to talk to each other about some other people's business. Um, yeah, just just in general, like Koreans like to talk, and it's good if we have this unity and union mentality, but we don't. We hate others have um, succeeding. We are, we get bitter, we become salty when things are going well for someone else, and I think that's one of the reasons why Korean media is so toxic. A lot of idols are taking their own lives because of this, because of the cyber, because of the cyberbullying. Just going back to the fact that Korean education system is so tough and so competitive, not a lot of job offers. It's it's already tough enough to get into a college, but getting a job is another thing, you know. So just think about how bitter people can be. All they can do is sit behind their computers and bully someone else and become salty towards someone else's success. So what Korean people on the internet would do is find whatever that they can use to drag someone down. You know, some like everyone makes mistakes, but they would pinpoint out that one mistake and expose them, make their names dirty, look dirty, and cause that to really affect their legacy and their career. And a lot of idols and actors and celebrities in general have taken their own life because of that. I would go to school at Berkeley, you know, to a boba cafe. You know, I'm trying to get my boba, trying to get my uh, jasmine green milk tea, whatever. But I have so many occasions where these international students, I don't know if they were Chinese, I'm pretty sure they were Chinese because 25% of the people at Berkeley are Chinese. It's not even 25%, 25% Asian, it's 25% Chinese. So get that to your head. I would walk up to the store and I would see six to 10 people just literally and I lined up together. There's this huge, there will be these huge groups of people walking together, speaking loudly in Mandarin, you know, trying to get their boba. And I'm just trying to, you know, get my boba and dip to the own, so just so I can go to the library and study again. But then I realized, you know, a lot of Chinese people, including Indians too, they have this usha usha mentality, which is like, you know, we're all in this together mentality. They like to, it's like this networking uh, culture where they help each other out. You know, I when I go to exams, like for my math classes or stats classes, um, I would see these international students sitting in on the same row and they would literally share each other's answers give their tests to the other person and the person would write something down on that i don't i literally witnessed that with my own eyes that's crazy you know they can just do that so boldly when the people when the when the instructors are not uh, looking 
And I even heard about these websites where they share answers for certain tests so that the people that take it after would be able to use that as reference and all that. And I'm like, damn, like, where is that for me? Like, where are the Koreans at, you know? But Koreans don't really have that. When you really think about it, there's not really a huge networking culture or a group of just Koreans helping each other out. It's really, it's really because Koreans are really salty and become very bitter for someone else's success. And because of that, I mean, I just didn't really like that, you know. Uh, I said earlier that I had friends that were, you know, that, that are now idols or actors. Um, I know people from my school that are idols and actors. And, you know, behind the scenes, it's like I, I hear people talking down on them, you know, saying bad things about them. And those words can spread. And I didn't really like that growing up in these schools. Um, that's why I wanted to come to America, not just because of the education, but also because of the people. Uh, I refused to hang out with Koreans for the longest time. But I say that I refused to hang out with Koreans, but my school, like I went to Granada High School for a year and 60% of them were white, 25% of them were Hispanic and only two, three people were Korean. And I didn't really have the opportunity to hang out with them anyways. The, that's why I wanted to transfer because I thought I didn't want to hang out with Koreans or Asians, but kind of uh, being just with like white and whites and uh, Hispanics, it's I kind of wanted someone that I can kind of relate to. That's why I transferred over to Emerald Valley High School. But even then, I wasn't able to make close friends. I only have a couple of friends from that school that I, I keep touch keep in touch with uh, till this day. But yeah, like the only time I ever started to talk to Koreans like that, who share the same interests, you know, who like to sing Korean music, just like I do. I like to sing ballads, you know, Korean pop music from like Jay Park, Dean, or um, Crush, for example. Um, people who like to watch K-dramas, um, Korean movies, no references from shows that I loved watching growing up, stuff like that, you know. And up until um, 2020, the beginning of 2020, I joined this app called East Mid East, and it's a dating app. And I know, I know, like some people might say, it's like, oh my god, you, it's like Tinder, is it? No, yeah, I know, but I didn't know the dating app. My friend was the one who introduced me to that. She was a streamer there, and she recommended me um, to start uh, if I wanted to stream with her. And I said, okay. I'll try it out. I liked it since she knows I love to talk and yeah, and I tried it out. I streamed for a couple months, got a little big on there. Um, I realized I love talking about certain things and I'll be talking about many, many other things such as differences, different differences between Korean culture and American culture. Um, I love to talk about relationships because I'm such a passionate guy when it comes down to our relationships. I have strong opinions on certain things. I love giving advice when someone um, doesn't know what to do, if they need to vent or rant. Like I'm that type of guy to be there for you, to give you the best advice. But it sucks to not be able to follow my own advice. You know, it's easier to talk about something and actually do it, you know. But anyways, there's going to be many episodes where I'm going to talk about certain things that regards to Korean culture, American culture, what it's like to be a Korean American and 
just my thoughts about relationships. I'm person, you know, I personally would mainly talk about what it's like to be a guy in a relationship. I'll give a lot of perspectives that guys have that a lot of women might not know, you know. So I'm very, I'm looking forward to that. I might have guests uh, in the future, but since this is my first podcast, I don't know if the audio quality is good or not. But I'll be uh, updating it, and hopefully, uh, you guys enjoy. It. I like to talk a lot, so. But yeah.